Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Life Almost Without Me. The date is March 1st, which means I probably missed all of the February episodes. So, uh, yeah. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, your boy got sad. And then uh, today I woke up a new man. Rejuvenated. The prince that was promised. The brown belt slayer. Gorilla hands. <laughs> no, yeah. No. So what's up, guys? Uh, I, I'm glad to be back. I'm sorry I was gone for so long. Uh, I, I did get pretty low. And I've been working on it, obviously. And I know it's not an excuse to... Uh, not be here and continue the podcast as usual, but I am sorry, and uh, hope that you will find it in your heart to forgive me. No, for real, please forgive me, because uh, I, I feel bad, and uh, you guys are literally the entire uh, reason I do this for. Uh, so I've been thinking about this moment, I'm just going to cut into something, because uh, it's been in my head all morning. Uh, because I woke up super beat up today. Yeah, yeah. Woe is me. So I, I did jujitsu twice yesterday. I did some uh, some uh, kettlebell training and, and some knee health recovery stuff. Uh, and, and usually I just do one class and I, I work out. And usually if I'm doing a class that day, I don't work out as hard. I did not... Um, well... I didn't follow my rules, and I, I went a little harder yesterday because I have American Grappling Federation, AGF, on the 26th of this month, March, and uh, I'm trying to get my cardio up way higher and uh, increase the intensity of my training so that I can go out there and compete. Um, because the last two times I've gone out, it, it's been lackluster on my end, and I, I let's see what it's like when you actually try hard. <laughs> Uh, jiu-jitsu has been going great for me, uh, despite, um, how I feel about it at all times. Uh, yeah. So what I've been thinking about, because when I woke up this morning, I woke up at 8.30, which is unheard of for me now. I, I don't wake up that way. I, I wake up almost every day at 7, just after Lisa and Noah leave for school, um, and so my goal is to wake up earlier than that so that I can actually be a part of the family in the mornings. I always feel like a scumbag when they just come say bye to me and I'm in bed. Uh, and so I, I woke up. I, I was feeling pretty bruised up. Like my face actually. Like it, Sometimes I'm like, this jujitsu is the gentle art, but my face hurts so damn bad. It's like taking so many elbows to my orbital. I don't understand. We're not playing combat jujitsu. We're just... Yeah, but I get it. I get it. And also, if I'm going hard, they're going to respond by going hard too. So to this day, I remember this guy. I, I used to work at Target back in 2013, I think. Maybe 2012. Anyways. And... Uh, it, Probably the easiest job I've ever had, looking back now. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Everyone likes Target, so the people are usually pretty cool. Anyways, so there's this dude, this elderly fella. He walked in, and, like, I remember seeing him briefly and then going back to, you know, working, stocking shelves, uh, and helping customers. 
And then, like, 30 minutes later, he's, like, halfway through the store. Like, he's taking an eternity. So let's just say he was walking to the electronics section. He's walking from... Walking. He's walking from, from the front to the back of the store. And I'm like, so if he's halfway there, that's 30 minutes. That's another 30 minutes to go. I was like... So I walked up to him. I'm like, hey, would you like... Sir, you know, I put on my respectful Caucasian voice... Sir, uh, could I interest you in, like, you know, the, the little scooter wheelchair things that we have? And, and he put his hand on my shoulder in response. Uh, not, not like an aggressive thing, but old people get away with stuff. So I'm just, like, standing there. And this is also pre-COVID, so it's not as weird. And he goes, uh, young man, because at the time I was much younger. I was 24, I think. And he goes, young man. Uh, soon my legs won't work. I, I, I'm assuming out of that context that he has some type of degenerative disease or he's just so old that they're not going to... I don't know what's going on. So he just says, young man, one day my legs won't work. and But until then, I intend to use them. And uh, like, like something about pride. I don't remember the line from there. But basically what I got from it was that like even when it's difficult like so so many of us would just take the wheelchair and, and be like yeah my legs are done there what, what do i use them for in, in a year or two or three whatever the doctor said it's done like they're done i gotta get used to my life without them and this guy is like i'm going to use them even when they're almost a nuisance where, like, it's just not even productive to use them. I'm going to use them because they're not going to be a part of me one day. Like, this, it, it's a privilege. <laughs> Squeaky. It's a privilege to have a lot of the things we have that we take for granted. And it really sucks. Uh, and and that, that's, that's been in my head this morning because I woke up like, well, I guess I can't do jujitsu tonight. I'm too sore. And it's not true. I can go. I can continue. Like, like, there's no days off, people. Like, life will give you a day off. It'll make it so that you can't meet the gym or whatever your goal is. Don't get, like, life will take care of that for you. Someone will die and you'll have to go to a funeral. Fucking Russia will fight Ukraine. <laughs> it, something will happen. So don't take those days off. Like, 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 obviously, you know, like, I'm not a fitness expert. Just do what works for you. But for me, like, that, I, I wonder, I was like, what if that guy's still walking? There's so many, like, stories of patients defying their doctor's uh, prognosis, diagnosis, whatever. Um, and, yeah, some of it's luck and just whatever, but. Like, I've heard people say, hey, you'll never walk again, and they're walking. Or, like, hey, you might never play this sport because of your injury, and then just work. They work through it, and the next thing you know, they're, like, world champions. It doesn't, it defies the odds, and, man, would it be fucking awesome to be on that on that train myself. And uh, so in jiu-jitsu, there's a lot of, like, 
I'm I'm a really mediocre blue belt. Like below average, I would say. Whenever I see another blue belt, I'm like, I'm gonna have a hard match. Most of the time. It's depending. I, I my par- training partners are always like thirty pounds heavier than me, it seems. And maybe it'll it'll be nice to I don't know, like sometimes I get to roll with uh Nick Bueller at my gym and he's like uh I think I have like fifteen pounds on him. And man, that roll always feels so different than what I'm used to lately. Cause every guy I roll with is like two ten up. Uh they're just bigger people, taller people, and uh, as enjoyable as it is, sometimes when I grow with people my size, I'm like, "What? This is this feels different." Like, it's just different. Jiu-jitsu is there's so many variables to the game. It's like 3D chess. You don't know what's going on until you've put in your time and you learn so much. It's so cerebral compared to any other art that i i've come across and i i know there's you can be passionate about you know making or, or woodworking or i don't know a carpenter and, and their knowledge is the same it's the same every time someone's passionate about a certain subject you don't realize how much you don't know until you start like learning and and just realizing that like i've been doing jujitsu a few years now um only like a uh like 11 months now but uh consistently since i've been back and and i'm always reminded how little i don't know and i keep thinking i start learning stuff and i get proficient in one little thing and i'm like there's so much that i still don't know though and uh it's i don't know i've been so addicted to it lately just watching videos non-stop i bought my first uh like little instructional i guess uh, on jujitsu, it was on sale, so I was like, eh, "Cool." It's like one of the first times I've ever bought anything that's on just because it's on sale. I was like, uh, "I mean, it was seventy, now it's like twenty-two bucks. I'm buying this." Uh, and surprisingly, the amount of info I took away from that, I'm gonna have to buy more now. Watch, and it probably won't even help. But that specific choke elevated my game in a way that. I had a uh, an answer, not not a solu- not a proper solution, but I did have an answer to. I was like, man, I'm getting really tired of my guard getting passed. So, what hail mary technique can I learn? And it made the hail mary more of a just a pass, like a, like a bad pass, but it, but still a pass from like a quarterback. So it was like, oh, okay. It probably will connect, especially if they don't understand what's happening. So I had a lot of success with that. And now it's time to go back to learning guard retention or bettering that, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I, I woke up today just beat up, and that guy's been in my head, that old dude that I'll never see here from again. Uh, he probably isn't walking now, or maybe he is. Maybe he's standing around with a cane, a badass cane made of Valerian steel. Oh, my God. I've been watching Game of Thrones. Not watching. I've been reading Game of Thrones and the prequel books, and it's so incredible how much detail, right? Like, the story, my God. 
And then it just reminds me of how it ends, and then it just makes me mad. It just ruins my day. Ugh. Yeah, so I'm still waiting for my super fight against a brown belt, but you know what? It really is kind of a lose-lose situation for her, so I, I can't blame her for not being excited to, to do this match because she's going to beat me. And if even if she doesn't beat me, which is laughable because she's going to, she's still either she beat a blue belt or she lost to a blue belt. That's why these matches never happen. And also why I kind of disagree with them. Holy, I can't believe I forgot. I went to the super fights um, like last week or probably two weeks ago. And uh, Jeremy Owens, Cody Owens, and Christian Ibarra were uh doing their super fights at uh at a jujitsu competition called uh submission hunter or pro submission i don't know what it's called but it was like their first um like paid jujitsu gig for them or at least one of them or two of them and it, it was just so exciting to watch when jeremy threw up a flying triangle i i've always like make fun of people who sit in the crowd and go woo because I never want to be that guy. Like, I, I, I just... Ah. And then Jerry did the flying triangle, and I became that guy. I was just screaming. Just, I think I spilled the drink, and I was just, I was just excited. Just, I don't know. I've never experienced that level of excitement for someone else uh, that I know until that moment. And I was like, man, I, like, I got to get in this. It's just so fun. And, uh... And who doesn't want to be better than the person standing across from them? Guys, we're, we're competitive creatures. I'm not saying women aren't. Uh, just me. This is all I know because I got a dick. When I, whenever I do anything, I'm just competitive. Noah's the same way. As soon as you make something a competition, be like, well, I bet I can clean my room faster than you can clean your room. He's game. My God. And he'll set up rules like you got to wait until I'm in my room before you're in your room. And then we got to yell one, two, like he's making sure it's even and he wants to win. And if I tell him, hey, go, go get your uh, or go, go pull the trash cans out from out front, bring them up. He'll be like, nah, you know, he'll give me lip, uh, too lazy, blah, 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 bullshit. And then I got to be a dad and raise my voice. Ugh, I hate it. Anyways, but if I say I bet you can't do it in 10 seconds. He'll like start slapping his shoes on, and he goes, "Wait, wait, 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 wait! Let me get out the door!" And as soon as I get out the door, he'll he'll yell, "Count slow!" And he'll start running. And uh, he's the greatest. I love it. I love his competitive side of things. Um, I think once he figures out that in jujitsu there's a competition kind of going on between him and his sparring partners, he'll be like, "Oh, well, I want to win instead of keep losing." And once that happens, I uh, I think his uh. I think he'll enjoy jujitsu more, though he does like to play so damn much. Uh, I, he has a tough time differentiating play and jujitsu, which is just fine. I was telling Lisa last night, my wife, that uh, you know, I've always seen like like a Facebook post of I want my kid not to grow up. I want my I wish I could slow down time. It goes by faster than you think, et cetera, et cetera. 
I've always been like a stay-at-home dad. So when my son was ready for pre-K, and pre-K isn't a requirement, and I was so used to waking up with him in the mornings and having a routine, going on little walks with him, taking him to the park, just, just being dad. Like it's just, and I'm aware that it's such a rare experience for the dad to be at home with his kid. So it's just our society doesn't have it that way. So I understand that I'm, in a way, experiencing something that most. Most men probably don't get to. And in my life, the men in my life have always been kind of a piss poor uh, role models. No offense if anyone's listening that they think that they've fucking role modeled me. Uh, recently, that's not the case. But back in my day, I didn't have a dad. I didn't have, a, I didn't have that modeled for me. It was just... It wasn't like that. Anyways, so I'm with my son, and and I remember the first day I took him to pre-K. And pre-K is only four hours. But then I realized this is the last moment that I'm going to have with my son the same way we always do, where I get to go on walks, wake up with him, make funny sounds in his face just just watch cartoons with him in the morning just just lazy dad shit really and um and now i don't get to see him till you know four or five o'clock i ask him about his day and he's like it's good and he goes plays his video games and it's it's don't get me wrong i still get a lot of personal time with my son and because of our early relationship while he was you know one to a toddler like 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 we we have such a great like relationship uh, that I wouldn't change it for the world but I still miss I, I I don't know I miss being dad uh when he was home and I, I it doesn't it didn't hit me until recently he's about to be seven didn't hit me how much I I liked that three four five year old time frame he, he was always so fun and happy and now he's a little smart ass but <laughs> I don't know where he gets it from <laughs> I love him so much and uh well I get it why people say I, I they grew up fast because uh he he's doing it he's he's going to be 7 in May and then uh after that, it's second grade. Dude, he came home yesterday. I didn't even understand what he was saying at first. But he hands me a book and says, Dad, I read 279 pages of a second grade book. And I was like, oh, that's cool, buddy. It didn't occur to me. I thought, the, I thought he did this all year round. Like, I thought that the school year he was doing this. Like, on some free time or something. I don't know. And then no, and then Lisa walks in and goes, so while I was uh, doing work after school, Noah was bored. He picked up this book and he just started reading. Like like Noah's a really good reader, but like never to the point where he's doing it on his own for enjoyment. And he read like a second grade book. Like he read the whole book. It was almost 300 pages. That's what he was trying to tell me. I thought he was just like bragging about being able to read or something. I, I don't know, which is still cool. So then when I find that out, I was like, what the hell? Like, 
I'm just proud of him. And I'm geeking out over his uh his uh his intellect because he didn't get it from me. Get it from mom. <laughs> Don't worry guys, it's not COVID. Just just weed. I uh so yeah, so yeah, I um I signed up for four divisions for uh, the next tournament. Uh, I'm just I just want to go out there and, and have fun. Do my thing. I will baseball bat choke somebody. I promise that. That's going to happen. And I, I, if coach, if you're listening to this, hopefully I do it from top, but I'm going to hit it. Just, that's all I'm saying. I understand what you said yesterday, and I will continue to work on my game. Uh, but I will baseball bat choke somebody. And uh, once you put someone to sleep, you want to do it again. Not that I don't want them to tap, but also if you don't tap, jujitsu works. And that's the crazy part. I would never do this with someone's limbs, by the way. That's messed up. Like, I would never crank on an arm bar in training because I know I got it. I don't need to hurt someone. Yesterday, I thought uh, I, I was trying to get a, uh, uh, a footlock, and I thought I had it. And then I was kind of pulling, and I was like, maybe I don't have it. So I let go. And then my coach was like, his hand was up to tap, and like right there. He was about, he was in the motion of tapping, and you let go. And I was like, oh, well, see, I don't know. Because something about joint locks, I don't want to like crank on anything and then hurt somebody. Um, and it, I'm not good enough to probably do that anyways to hurt someone, uh, even accidentally. But. I don't know, same thing with, like, Kimuras and American people fight them when I'm like, this seems deep, and uh, I'd rather let go than hurt someone, but sometimes, hey, maybe I don't have it, so. But chokeholds, yeah, I'll crank on them things, whatever. Um, maybe not when it's, like, a neck crank, but, like, if, I, if, my, if my arms are wrapped around your neck, I'm probably going to tap you. Not at not not the high, not the higher belts. They they all just see in jujitsu. Once you get to like a certain level, like you let the white belts work on you, and then and but not to like uh like a pandering level. Like like it's just you. It's not conducive fun for anyone to be like, hey, I tapped you six times in a couple minutes. It, it's just demoralizing. So you let them work. And then they, if they do it right, you allow the, the, the progress to continue. And if they don't do it right, you punish them for it. That's how I've always done it. Or at least I was brought up back in when I did jujitsu. Like my coach was like, hey, you did that really well. So I let you progress. And then you didn't do the next move right at all. And that's why you got triangled or whatever. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. So I don't um, reward bad, like, bad jujitsu for, uh, I don't know. I, I think you guys get what I'm saying. So when you roll with, like, an upper belt, it's the same thing. Like, when I'm rolling with a purple belt, like, when I roll with Jeremy, he lets me work. And then he also beats the shit out of me. <laughs> uh most mostly it's beat the shit out of me but um because he's always got a comp he's training for and I'm, i'll be honest i didn't understand what competition jeremy was like versus when he's just happy go lucky having a good time uh 
and uh, my limbs did. They they figured it out quickly. I was like, oh, that was a really tight arm lock. And uh, he doesn't respond. He just fist bumps you and goes again. And next thing you know, you're choked out again. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> but that's also why he submitted his opponent in in dominating fashion and won his first uh, reward bonus. That's exciting, man. I just thinking about it, I get goosebumps. Like that's just uh that's just some dude I know. That's cool. So yeah, I got AGF coming up. I'm gonna just keep grinding away because we get sore, we get bumped and bruised, and that's fine. As long as we don't get hurt or injured. But yeah, uh, so again, I, I apologize for not making the podcast as often um, because the structure really is something that, well, as soon as, all right, so here, here's how it goes. The first week that I miss, I'm like, okay, look, it's just one week. I know it's bad. Next week, I'll, I'll make it longer or what? I, I start to reason with myself on why it's going to, I can rectify my decision not to. Then the second week comes and I feel a lot of pressure. And to the point where I'm like, why? Like now it's, now it's that little moles become a little hill and that hill is going to turn into a mountain. And yesterday when I sat down to record, oof, didn't go well, did not go well. And, uh, which is why I'm recording today on Tuesday morning. And, uh, yeah. I will continue carrying this over till to next week. I have, uh, hopefully, I think I have an interview here coming up. I'm not sure what it's going to be based on, but it'll be fun. And, uh, yeah, if you haven't already, like and follow. I don't know how this works on Spotify. I always forget. Or Apple Podcasts because it's 2022 and everyone has Apple phones. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh yeah, thanks for tuning in. Uh, I'll see you guys next week.